0: what time or what place you may be listening in this great, big, beautiful, but sometimes incredibly crazy world we all live in. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Or for tuning in again. This is podcast number 262. Next Level Stupid. Leave Officer Danielle Otterer the fuck alone. The deification of student Chahavanava Kandala versus the earthquake in Morocco. And I just want to apologize if I am not pronouncing that name correctly. Okay, look, assuming someone is not a sociopath, no normal person wants to see a person lose their life, especially dying in the prime of their life, when actually their adult life was more or less just beginning, such as was the case with Jehavna Kandula. But what I'm asking myself at this point, and maybe what you should be asking yourself, is as far as what actually happened, does such the vitriol reaction, not only in the local media, but becoming a worldwide moral crucifixion of Officer Daniel orderer a rationally appropriate reaction. Do you actually believe that he thought the death of this young woman was funny? If that is in fact the case, I simply ask that you unemotionally ask yourself the question again. If you have the courage of your convictions, all I'm asking is that you listen to what I have to say, which is basically my response to what I see as yet again, a world so utterly reactionary that if a fucking person stubs their toe, they are automatically due devocation and indemnity. That such supposed injustice that was brought against them must have emotional and more often financial. Restitution. What I'm trying to say is that the problem is not so much the obvious terribleness of what happened. That's a given. Yet, however terrible it was, the major problem is an entire population, or what accurately, apparently, an extremely feminized generation. That simply somehow, apparently, doesn't accept or understand that bad things happen. And however unpleasant or unjust that may be, such is the state of reality. All the whining, crying, and bitching has not, is not, and never will change that. And if that certain segment of the population could ever get that reality into their head, actually the world would be a much better place. Yet, if this is your feeling and understanding of the world, because one or both of your parents failed to instill in you certain values, such as the harsh realities of life and existence, preferring instead to shield you from such realities, well, I'm sorry. So now, in your relatively young adultness, you must be told that life is not puppy dogs and rainbows. And sometimes, just sometimes, a good person, a wonderful person, only needs to do one very bad thing. Be at the wrong place at the wrong time for things to go very wrong. And the truth is, that's exactly what happened in the case of Miss Kandula. The sensationalistic press loves to chime in on certain facts, such as the responding officer was dramatically exceeding the posted speed limit when Miss Kandula was struck and killed. What's been largely left out was that that officer was responding to a Priority One call. That is to say, he was doing his utmost to try to save lives, which is his job and what he is supposed to do. So the net effect here is that what ends up happening is a damned if you do and damned if you don't situation. Just try to consider that. If he had been going much slower, yes, it's possible that the collision with Miss Kandula may not have happened. Yet other lives could have been lost as a consequence of that. Then you would have, yet again, people on the other end bitching and complaining. Why didn't help arrive sooner? All I'm trying to say in this case is step back, think and be a little less reactive. In other words, in the simplest terms, she, like countless other people, not only throughout history, but in our day-to-day lives, just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, which is basically the same thing that can be said about the 8,000 and counting people that have died because of the severe earthquake that just occurred in Morocco. All I'm trying to say is that, yes, it's absolutely sad when somebody or something like this happens. Yet, I am also an adult, and I understand that this is life. And absolutely none of us, be as rich or poor, are ultimately immune to that reality. And we need to stop fucking deifying people because of this. The fact is, is that there's absolutely no way of knowing, really knowing, what any of us can or might do with our lives as our lives move on. There have been a very large number of cases in life where people basically succeeded in achieving the American dream. If not a self-made person, then college or university degrees, followed by success in business, followed by a successful, and for all intents and purposes, marriage. Supposedly to a person with the same value set, only to have all that completely disappear in a puff of fairy dust, when that perfect person, and there certainly have been cases of women doing this as well as men, ends up killing their entire family for whatever bizarre or utterly selfish and psychopathic reason. So once again, what I'm trying to tell you is that in real terms, we don't know what Miss. Candula's life would have turned out to be. It's speculation. Yet, in most cases like this, you might notice that it is always positive, always sickeningly syrupy positive, when, again, in fact, we simply don't know. Condolences to family and friends. But that's about it. That's what a reasonably intelligent, rational person would say. Something that used to be known in this society as being adults. If I may speak very briefly about the much belly horrible comments made by Officer Arterer, there is an aspect of this that is being completely left out of the story. I have known in my life many professional people who work in the public emergency and service fields, mts doctors, nurses, and yes, policemen. There is something here that you may not know, so I'm going to tell you now. What Officer Adur said, was not intended to be heard by the general public. It does not mean he is a monster for having said what he said. With the professionals in the aforementioned fields that I have known over the years, there is basically a condition known as EOR, Emotional Overload Response. A phrase I termed some time ago, in the simplest possible terms, people engaged in these professions speak a language amongst themselves that to the unknowing or uninitiated may seem dismissive, uncaring, or even cruel. But in reality, it is a coping mechanism. Now, I don't want to go into psychology 101 through 10 but I can tell you this medical students amongst themselves routinely play with cadavers. And EMT professionals often make jokes amongst themselves about certain cases they have had to deal with. Certainly not intended for the public, but it is not because they are callous or do not care about those that they are helping. It is because, put as simply as I know how, when you deal with this kind of livelihood day in and day out, EOR is basically a safety valve that keeps these professionals from emotionally imploding. It's one of the few things they, uh, that they have and need to keep them able to do their jobs. And by and large, they do their jobs very well. And they absolutely do care for the people's lives they are trying to save. So keep that in mind as an adult would before you decide to launch some kind of violent hate harangue towards these professionals. Because if you had to deal with what they have to do on a regular basis. There's a very good probability you would utterly crack and fail. Believe me, I have known these people intimately and if there is any such thing as a hero, that's exactly what they are. I could go on and on about this, but perhaps the most truthful statement in this situation was ironically spoken by a verifiable monster. The dictator, Joseph Stalin, when he said, quoting, When a person dies, it is a tragedy. When thousands die, it's a statistic. Until next time, this is Ernest. Reminding you that there are no bad words, just bad actions. Take care.